Hey everybody, my name is Kyla. Welcome to my channel where I talk about the stock market and the economy amongst other things. Today I wanted to talk about bonds, how to buy them on Treasury Direct and also what they are. Bonds are really fascinating because they're yielding quite a bit right now, which they haven't done since I've been alive. And it's a good opportunity if you're interested in that sort of investment, if you're looking for that sort of addition to your portfolio. But also using websites like Treasury Direct can be really confusing. As I'm filming, it's actually down right now. The website's down, so hopefully it's back up and ready to roll soon. But I want to walk through how to buy bonds on Treasury Direct as well as other investing apps websites, as well as what bonds are in general. So bonds themselves are loans that a bond purchaser, bond holder makes to a bond issuer. So governments, corporations, and municipalities will issue bonds when they need capital. So if a big corporation is like, I want to build a giant manufacturing facility, but I really need money to do this, they're going to go to the market and say, listen, we're going to issue some bonds, we're going to get some money from everybody and we're going to build this manufacturing facility and once we're done doing all that we're going to pay these bondholders back. So it's different than stocks because stocks are owning equity in a company and you don't necessarily make money on it unless it goes up or unless that stock issues a dividend. But with bonds is a pretty safe investment usually because the company is going to essentially mostly pay you back unless they go bankrupt. So the bond will also pay interest periodically and repay the principal at maturity when the end time of the bond is over. So a five-year bond would pay at the end of five years, 20-year bond at the end of 20 years, so on and so forth. There's a lot of terminology about bonds, and I, when I was making the structure for this video, I was wanting to go deep into some stuff, but like some stuff you just don't really need to know about, unless you're like super geeking on bonds and like super into that kind of stuff. So I'm going to skim over some things, but I'll attach resources if you want to go a little bit deeper, just trying to keep it as accessible as possible. So bonds have an annual interest rate, which is the coupon that's set by the interest rate environment. So you're going to get other bonds and figure out what your bond should be trading at to make sure it's competitive and attractive to investors. So if this big corporation says, okay, we're gonna go out, like what are other big corporations issuing their bonds at? And they're going to pay attention to that and set the coupon or the annual interest rate of their bond around that rate as well. So everything is stable and secure. Companies that are a little bit more risky or governments that are a little bit more risky, they're going to have to pay a higher interest rate because everyone's like, uh, I don't trust you with my money and I want to make sure that I get paid back. So they're going to have to pay a little bit more because they're more risky. And also if you have a 30 year bond, that's considered more risky as well than like a five year bond because like a lot could happen in 30 years. You could have recessions, you could have wars. And so investors want to be compensated a little bit more for something that they're going to hold a little bit longer. And the main way that you can see this sort of relationship is in the yield curve. So this is something that we talk a lot about in finance. It's the yield curve and it's upward sloping usually because bonds that are trading at like two years, four week tre treasury bills, which we'll talk about, those tend to have a lower yield than bonds that are trading at 30 years. However, the yield curve can invert, which is a sign of a recession potentially. More so recently, it hasn't really been one, even though the yield curve has been inverted. And what inverted means is that yields that are in closer to two years, four weeks, five years are trading higher than those in 30 years. So that means that investors have a worse outlook on the short term than they do the long term. So normally the yield curve is upward sloping, like I said, because people are like, okay, like, you know, I feel like 30 years out, things are kind of confusing and weird. I'm going to accept less money for the present because it seems more stable, more certain, more sure. However, if the yield curve gets inverted, that means people are like, I'm freaking out right now. 
like the present is scary, the future seems more stable. And so that's what happens when the yield curve inverts is people are freaking, freaking out mostly. And you can see this actually, the treasury publishes daily yields. One month was trading at 5.51% and the 30 year was trading at 4.38%. So a little bit of a weird relationship going on right now, but that's normally meant to be upward sloping um, for future reference when, when things get, maybe get normal again in markets. There's even more terminology as well. So a bond's price and yield determine its value on the secondary market. So bonds will get issued, they'll go out into the future, and then other investors can buy them in secondary markets. So bond yields are the actual annual return an investor can expect if the bond is held to maturity. And so it's based on the purchase price of the bond as well as that coupon rate that we were talking about a little bit earlier. The coupon Coupon yield is the annual interest rate established when the bond is issued. It doesn't change during the lifespan of the bond, but the current yield is the bond yield divided by the current market price. So if current market price of the bond changes, so if interest rates fluctuate in markets, so treasury rates, if those fluctuate in markets and you're dealing with a corporate bond, um, the current yield of that corporate bond will change, but the coupon yield will remain the same. So in this example, if you buy a $1,000 bond at par value, meaning that it's trading at 100% of its face value and receive $45 in annual interest payments, your coupon yield is going to be 4.5%. If the price goes up and the bond trades at 103, so because rates fell, the price is going to go up, the current yield will fall to 4.37%. If you're like, what the heck are you talking about? If interest rates rise for markets, so treasury rates rise, um, the price of that bond is going to fall. If interest rates are rising, that means that bonds that are being issued right now in the market are much more valuable than the bond that you have. So people are like looking at your bond and they're saying, okay, this is yielding 5%, but now interest rates have risen, things are yielding 6%. So why would I want a 5% bond? I'm not gonna pay you that much. And so the price of that bond is gonna fall because everyone was like, your bond is gross and disgusting and not paying enough. Conversely, if interest rates fall, then prices are going to rise because you have your 5% bond, but interest rates have fallen to 4%, so new bonds being issued are only worth 4%, your bond is worth 5%, everyone's like, I want your bond, your bond is cool and awesome. If a bond is trading over market price, that means it's trading at a premium to par, if it's trading under market price, that means it's trading at a discount to par, if it's trading at market price, that means it's trading at par value. So face value of a bond, 1,000, market price, 1,000, that's par, face value, 1,000, market price, 1020, that would be premium. Face value 1000, market price 970, that would be a discount. So another quick example, let's say that we have Gigantic Corporation issuing a $1,000 bond, face value is 1000, two year maturity, and they pay a 10% coupon semi-annually, meaning that they pay you interest payments twice a year. So you're going to get $50 every six months because you're getting 5% twice a year, so 10% divided by two. And at the end of the, at the end of the two-year period, you're also going to receive back the $1,000 that you paid for that bond. So you're getting $50 in interest payments every six months for your semi-annual two-year bond, and you're also getting $1,000 at the end. If interest rates go up, so like let's say that people are like, oh, you have a 10% bond, but rates are now 20%, the bond is going to trade at a discount because everyone's like, your bond is gross, I don't want to touch it. If interest rates go down, people are like, your bond is pretty cool. Rates are only like 5%. I want what you have. That bond will trade at a premium. And we can actually figure out the future value and the present value of this bond. So a little bit of quick math. Uh, it's not too complicated, but you can use different future value and present value equations. 
So let's say that we have a company called Gigantic Corporation. They issue a $1,000 bond, you buy a $1,000 bond, uh, two-year maturity, and a 10% coupon semi-annually. We can calculate the present value of this bond through dividing the future value of the bond divided by the interest payments. So here's just mostly to show you what it actually happens when interest rates rise. So as you can see, if rates go up to 15%, the price of the bond is going to fall. If rates go down to 5%, the price of the bond is going to increase. Then there are treasuries, which is what I want to talk about today. Treasuries are issued by the federal government and they're backed by the full faith and credit of the US government and they're considered to be very, very safe. They're IOUs from the government, so the government's like, we gotta figure our stuff out. We need some money from you and they sell these bonds to help finance different things. The government also uh, collects taxes from people to finance things, but treasury securities are one of the main ways that they finance their projects. But there's a lot of different types of treasuries as well. There's treasury bills, and those are short-term options. They range from four weeks, so about a month, to 52 weeks, so about a year. Bills are sold at face value or at a discount from the face value, and when they mature, you're paid that face value. And we'll talk about like pricing and how you know how much money you're making off stuff as well. Treasury notes are issued with maturities of two years, three years, five years, seven years, and 10 years, and they pay interest every six months, so those semi-annual payments that we're talking about. And then treasury bonds pay interest every six months as well, and they're usually 30 years but they got this new 20-year deal going on as well there's also tips which are treasury inflation protected securities um, they are adjusted by the consumer price index so they pay interest every six months issued in 5 10 and 30 years but they're a little bit more insulated from inflation there's also floating rate notes um, those things are kind of complicated. Uh, they're issued for a term of two years and pay interest quarterly, so every three months. So treasury bills in particular are sold at face value, the par value as we are talking about, or at a discount when they mature, they pay you the face value as I said. The discounted price that you pay, if you do pay a discounted price, is interest. This is how T-bills are valued. So if you invest $1,000 in a four-week T-bill with a rate of 5.4% over a 28-day period, you're going to pay $995.80. But when the T-bill reaches maturity, you're gonna get your $1,000 back plus earned interest of 420, which is what we did in this equation here. The total amount of maturity is therefore going to be $1,000.420. Treasury notes are medium term. Um, they're sort of the best balance between risk and return because they're not that long of a time frame, but they're also not that short. So you can still earn quite a bit of money. On T-bills, sometimes you don't earn that much, but recently they're yielding 5%, so you do, can earn quite a bit. And then treasury bonds are long term, maturities exceeding 10 years. They offer high yields in notes and bills usually, and a lot of people like them because long-term investment plays, a steady stream of income, and then tips come in both notes and bonds forms. And as inflation rises, the principal value of tips increases and the investment keeps pace with the cost of living. Floating rate notes are medium-term securities that offer interest payments that flow with the benchmark interest rate. As that benchmark rate changes, which is something called SOFR, um, as that rate changes, the interest paid on FRNs adjust. Um, so if people want to guard against interest rate fluctuations, this is a good choice. So you have tips for inflation protection, FRNs for interest rate protection. So I'm going to try and walk through Treasury Direct 
try and walk through public as well just to show you what it looks like if you choose to go and purchase some of these bonds. So this is the Treasury Direct website. As you can see, you can purchase bills, notes, bonds, tips, FRNs, everything that we talked about as well as a few other things. You can go into T-bills as I've done here and see all the different maturities that they have. You can set up how often do you want to purchase them, how much you want to do. I clicked on four weeks and then you can just put in how much you want to buy, how much you often you want to buy um, in your payment destination as well for when these finally mature and you get paid for it. You go back out as I'm about to do here and you can see the tentative auction calendar. So when they're auctioning off these new bonds, that's mostly for financial institutions, but it's a good thing to pay attention to. What we want to look at is recent auction results because that'll give us a general idea of how these bonds are performing and what we can expect them to trade at as we purchase them. So these are bonds that have already been auctioned off and you can see the high rate and the investment rate. And so the, invest the interest rate, investment rate, is what we want to pay attention to. And you can see all the different maturities here. And that is how you're going to calculate how much you're going to earn on these bonds and what it'll look like if you hold to maturity, et cetera, et cetera. And there's the QSIP, which is the bond identification number. I went ahead and clicked on one of these. My internet was being incredibly slow this morning. So <laughs> here we are. And you can see the auction beginning to load. And the reason that I clicked on this is because you can see the price that the bond ended up trading at. And that gives us good insight onto whether or not the bonds are trading at discount, whether or not they're trading at premium, and sort of just how markets are thinking about these treasury securities. So this was a 52 week one that was trading at a discount. You can go back out, went back to the auction page, and then go back, you know, check out what you want to do, and yeah, just purchase different things that you think make sense for you and what you want to do and advice. This is with public. This is not sponsored by public, but I just wanted to show you an alternative to Treasury Direct. So here it's pretty simple, super straightforward. It seems like all you can do is invest in T-bills, which is interesting. Um, so you can't do notes or bonds with public specifically, but you can get this 5.5% yield to maturity, which is the amount that you're going to earn once these bonds do mature, which is honestly such a great rate. That's higher than most people earn in the stock market, which is awesome. And they'll give you information on what it's looking like. And that's this yield to maturity's analyzed interest rate of the six month T-bill that you're purchasing its gross of fees. So you just go ahead and hit submit and then you should be pretty much good to go. And now you own some of the US government. So that's everything about bonds. I'll link the document below that I was walking through if that will be useful to you. It's a pretty good way to get started in markets. There's also different ETFs that package these together. You don't have to use Treasury Direct. It's kind of like the big takeaway from this. It's really a bummer that the website sucks as much as it does because, I, you know, it could be so much cooler, but hey, you know, I don't know what the deal is, but it would be awesome if it was, if it was better. But yeah, I hope that you all are doing okay out there, and I will talk to you very soon. See ya.